You're listening to the Department of Defense This Week, a weekly podcast with some of the top stories from around the DOD. December 7, 1941 is a date that continues to live in infamy. Wednesday marks the 70th anniversary of the Pearl Harbor attack, an action that pulled the United States into World War II and would lead ultimately to the first and final use of nuclear weapons. At Joint Base Pearl Harbor-Hickam, Hawaii, about 120 survivors of the Sunday morning attack gathered with service members and well-wishers at a commemoration ceremony. Rear Admiral Frank Pons, commander of Navy Region Hawaii, spoke with Navy's All Hands TV. We remember that they gave their lives in defense of their country. It was an unprovoked attack. But on that day, the United States, men and women in uniform, civilians, they came together, united in cause and purpose, to defend our liberties, to bring justice to those who violated those liberties. In Washington, D.C., Secretary of Defense Leon Panetta and naval leadership laid a wreath at the U.S. Navy Memorial on Pennsylvania Avenue. At the Navy Memorial, All Hands TV spoke with retired Rear Admiral Edward Walker, Jr., son of a Pearl Harbor survivor and former president and CEO of the memorial. We must always remember that Pearl Harbor teaches us that we as military people have always got to be prepared to meet an enemy's capability. Commemorations and memorial events were held around the country. For more information, visit the Pearl Harbor News Special on Navy.mil and read the PH70 category on DODLive.mil. Saturday afternoon at FedEx Field just outside of Washington, D.C., the Army Black Knights and Navy Midshipmen will continue one of college football's longest rivalries. Football fields are empty today, but that's all going to change this weekend when two military superpowers battle it out on the gridiron. It's Army versus Navy. We talked to service members all over Kuwait to find out who they think's going to win this more than a century-old rivalry for the ultimate prize, bragging rights. Lieutenant Colonel Doug White, class of 1991. Our motto is duty shall be done, and it's our duty to beat Navy. Go Army, beat Navy. This is Lieutenant Commander Mike Moody. I put together a small list of why Navy is going to beat Army. First off, we're leading the competitions here three games to two so far. Navy leads overall 935 to 711. Navy's won 55 to Army's 49 games of football, including nine in a row. Shall I continue? My father is a Naval Academy class of 58, and I'm a West Point graduate, and I can absolutely assure you, when you look at all that our scent has accomplished in the last eight to 10 years out here in the desert, that Army most certainly will beat Navy. I think the Navy's gonna beat the Army because it's in our name. No oh, Army victory yet. Woo! From the soldiers of Bravo Company 112 Cab from Fort Hood, Texas, at Camp Virginia, Kuwait, on the way home from Iraq, go Army, Army beat, beat Navy. Navy. Hey, Chief, why is the Navy in the desert? I don't know, sir, why? Because the Army couldn't get it done. Go, go Navy, beat Army! Army is going to beat Navy, and I'll tell you why. This isn't water polo. This isn't synchronized swimming. This isn't water ballet. It's not anything having to do with water or ice. It's on solid ground. It's football. Go Army, beat Navy. I think the Navy is going to beat the Army because I'm in the Navy. 
It's one of the oldest rivalries in football. It's Army versus Navy. And only time will tell who's going to come out on top. Always first for Third Army, I'm Army Sergeant Joy Doolin, Camp Eric John Kuwait. Go Army, beat Navy. The Navy is leading the way to a greener military. Monday, Navy Secretary Ray Mavis and Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack held a conference call to announce the adoption of a new biofuel blend. The Navy will use the biofuel blend in aircraft and vessels in the Rim of the Pacific, or RIMPAC exercise, near Hawaii next summer. Mavis said the fuel requires no engine modifications and comes from non-food sources, two major criteria the Navy set forth for biofuels. We think that this represents a major step in energy independence for the United States, in making the United States Navy a better warfighting operation, and in reducing our dependence on unstable uh, sources of foreign energy, and also reducing the budget shocks that come with buying fuel from either potentially or actually volatile places on Earth. Mavis said that use of fossil fuels and non-renewable energy sources poses a threat to national security and to the Navy's ability to protect America and American interests. For more information, visit defense.gov or navy.mil. You've been listening to news brought to you by the Department of Defense. For links to these stories and much more, visit dodlive.mil or defense.gov.